Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Book the Podcast. We talk all things YA, NA, adult, adult books. Um, I'm Maddie. And I'm Beth. Um, and we are <laughs> we are in an absolute state. Maddie's just had her first day back after half term. I go back to school tomorrow. And we've just sat here for like 10 minutes. <laughs> cry cry laughing. Um... Today we are doing Cinderella is Dead. Um, I don't even know if I'm in the mental state to have like a serious conversation, but we're going to have to try. Um, I just looked at one of my comments. It's just, just like, there's an old lady. Question mark. Um, and I'm we just going to do some housekeeping really quickly. We need to do housekeeping. Okay, Maddie's doing housekeeping. Um, this is going to be the last in-person podcast for a while. Yes. Well, mm, we're going to try and do one more in-person podcast Yeah. for uh, anyone who does not know, um, which is probably a lot of people because we have a lot of listeners from different places in the world, mm-hmm. uh, but the United Kingdom is going back into lockdown. Is it just the UK or is it England? It's England. Just England. Okay, well, England is going into a Wales lockdown. is already in a lockdown. Yeah. Scotland actually um, stayed in lockdown for longer than we did mm. and did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going into lockdown for a month, which means we won't be able to see each other, which means we are going back to the Zoom format. Which is very difficult. Very difficult. But it will be fine. We'll work it out. Um, so yes, we'll, we're going to try and record another episode tomorrow. But if that actually happens, who knows? Who knows? I am very tired right now. And I've been back one day at school. Mm. Um, yeah. And I didn't even teach. I did... What exercise today. <laughs> so, I'm having a good time. I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, because I, I don't work full-time, I work part-time, so I actually read all of Cinderella is Dead this morning. Shut up! You well, didn't. I, I, no, I, like, I, I started, I got like four chapters in like two weeks ago. I didn't pick it up. <laughs> oh, no. But I did it all this morning and it was great. Um... If anyone's wondering about my mental state right now, <laughs> um, I uh, was trying to do some uni work the other day, um, had a breakdown, and you know that bake-off thing where it's like, <laughs> tell us about your flapjack, well, started making, making it, it, had a breakdown, breakdown bon appetit, um, bleached my hair. <laughs> I love it. It's really bad. Iconic. Were you trying to go with like the, the Malfoy look? I wanted it blonde. It's definitely ginger. <laughs> I think you could really suit, like, the kind of, like, Draco TikTok, like, blonde streak. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. It's not happening because I've got very dark hair. Yeah. But I'm going to bleach. I was giving it a few days mm-hmm. so that I didn't break to my hair. Yeah, so I didn't break my hair off. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Some of the kids today looked at me and went, have you dyed your hair? And I had to be like, yes, I had a moment. We're not going to talk about it. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Where are you at? <laughs> I love, we've just replaced the what are you reading into how is your mental state? Uh, yeah, I feel like we can talk about what we're reading as well. But um, right now, how is okay, your mental how health? is my mental state? Um, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. There are two noises to describe it. Mm-hmm. One of them is a TikTok that I've sent you. One of them is that um I don't know how to describe it, but if uh, I could describe my personality, it's just that sound of Shakira going. Um, so <laughs> that's one side of me, and the other side of me is just like. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like 
I'm you know what? I feel the exact same yeah. way. Like, I, at the moment, I'm either, like, on TikTok or, like, calling Maddie and telling dumb stories or just, like, literally lying in my room crying to the song Fine Line. Same. Because <laughs> I... See, this is the this is my worst thing. I'd listened to, like, 80% of the Fine Line album. I hadn't listened to... I listened Treat to Yourself. it all the other yeah. day. I hadn't listened to Treat People With Kindness and I hadn't listened to Fine Line. Um, but the thing that ruined it for me was, so there is, okay, I don't know who made it. There's loads of different ones, but some, there are people on the internet made, it's called The Harry Cry, which is a Spotify playlist that takes you through all of Harry's like saddest songs, but it goes like, oh my God. I was like, it's not going to impact me. I'm not the hardcore Harry Styles fan. I am now a hardcore Harry Styles fan. And I did just sit there crying. If anyone here has like read or seen the end of Call Me By Your Name where Timothy Chalamet is just crying by the fire, that was me. I was there <laughs> just sobbing, throwing like my old bank statements into the <laughs> I could have recycled them or put them on fire. And the fire seemed more therapeutic. Um, in other news, in other um, news. Beth messaged me the other day and said, Maddie, are you okay? Your Spotify account says you're listening to Mario Kart songs. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but no, before half term, I, t- I started listening to Mario Kart songs to do my work and it actually did. It does help. It does help. It really does. Anyway. Um, what, what are you <laughs> reading? Maddie, what are you reading? Um, I've actually read quite a lot. I'm proud of you. Last time we spoke, I read... Cinderella is dead, and why are you why why are you laughing at me? <laughs> so no one else can see this, but you're doing these little, you're doing these little hand gestures. Have you ever seen? If I've not sent it to you already, I will. Um, it's really specific, like meme edits of the Avengers, but they've got like fake nails and hoops. Yes, yes, I have. Is that why I remind you of right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I, it's my favorite. <laughs> us in literally two days i i did that in two days it's a really good i think that's a good book and i've said this to people on tiktok it's a good book to just kind of like pull you out of like a A like a book slump yeah um and now i've started red red (laughs) if you couldn't hear that she started laughing she started reading red white and royal blue i don't even know what that was i just couldn't breathe for a second i'm fine oh um, my aim, my aim for this month, mm-hmm. I want to read, um, Song of Wraith, Song, Song, Song of Wraith and Ruin? Yes. <laughs> that one. Yeah. And the last, um, Red Queen book. That's not, <laughs> well, last. <laughs> last, that's not you the last also, you one. Have, you have the book of, uh, you have Broken Throne, which is the short stories that I have. But you need to read them. Have I read all of them? No, I just read the one main one. Okay. <laughs> Which I'll I'll post it note for you. But is it one that I'm gonna want to read? Yes. Is it? Yes. You know my thoughts on Cal. Okay. Well, fine. There's two you want to read. <laughs> okay. Just stop. Just read them. Enjoy okay. Them. That's on top of our 
podcast books. Yes, which we've already clarified that for November, that it's our standalone month, so we are starting with Cinderella is Dead, yep. we are moving on to The Shadows Between Us, then Red, White and Royal Blue, and then Maddie's excited because we'll, I will finally read Crescent City. I loved it. Mm. I have a... There's two, right? Two videos I have saved on my phone. One is of me crying about Akamath. Mm-hmm. And one is of me crying about Crescent City that I sent to you both at about mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. I will never get over the fact that you were out camping. You were like, I'm not going to read Akatar because if I'm going <laughs> to cry, I at least want good lighting. Yeah. And I didn't cry. Mm. Because we've had this <clears> conversation. You can't introduce a thing that, that makes people not die and then kill off one of the main characters. Clearly, mm. they're going to come back. Okay. Also, I have actually just realised... If we skip back a few moments, I've just found the perfect way to describe my mental health. Like, 50% of the time, I'm crying at things like Avengers with, like, fake acrylic <laughs> nails, and then the rest of me is just, like, sat in a corner going, you such a you temptress, and, like, the rest of fine line. Like, it's playing in the back of... Mm. <laughs> I think I need to reevaluate my mental health. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, We've established many times with ourselves... Therapists cost too much money. That's why we have each other. Exactly. We are. We refer to each other as emotional... We are each other's emotional support bitches. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been reading? So, okay. I was saying to Maddie, so I've made a TikTok. I've just uploaded it uh, about my October book reads. And I was really proud of myself because it was the... Um, <laughs> so it was the three... Um, Discovery of Witches books. I felt really yeah. bad. Someone commented on one of our TikToks and was like, oh, is it good? Should I read it? And I was like... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I did the three discovery of witches. I did the hate you give. Cinderella is dead. Shadows between us. Have you finished Achilles? No, I've still not finished Song of Achilles. But actually, I need to admit, I I cheated. You cheated. I cheated. What You're gonna you... be so mad at me. I never read all of the last two. Um, witches books are you being fucking serious <laughs> i couldn't understand it so i just googled the plot and then i went to all the key points and read them so that moment with that one fire animal leaning against the wall <laughs> i've never been so betrayed <laughs> in my entire life you made me read <laughs> shitty books <laughs> Actually, you just pretended. Actually, it was your choice to do those books. <laughs> you played. Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, I planned on never telling you that. Like I did, like read sections of them. Like I read the whole of the first one. So I read like October reads is a fucking lie. I read like three quarters of the second one and with the last one i just read random sections <laughs> i went to the points that looked important i'm <laughs> my whole life is a lie how dare you <laughs> i hated them so much <laughs> and you know what i could have done at that time i'm just making this worse myself i could have read tower of dawn but i didn't yeah you could have at least if you'd have done that i'd have been like oh fair enough but what I'm going... I just read all of them. I read every single page of them books, Bethany. Bethany. <laughs> Bethany. Don't take the piss out the way I say your name, okay? I love it. <laughs> no one else calls me Bethany. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this episode is a hot mess. Why am I still... I'm now thinking back to... 
you've not read Call Me By Your Name, but I want us to do it on the podcast. But it's there's a bit where he just goes, Call Me By Your Name, and I'll call you by mine. So they call each other by the name. So I'd put, hello, Bethany. And you go, hello, Maddie. Um, I, I, why? Just because I like saying Bethany. <laughs> you know what? This is a mental breakdown happening right now. Um, I want to, <clears throat> in November, so we've got the four books. I've already read um, Cinderella is Dead. Um, so I've got the three books. Oh, no, I've also, I've also read uh, Shadows Between Us. We were just saying, for the first time in our short podcast history, we are actually on top of reading. Yeah, we're like two weeks ahead. <laughs> and I've started Red, White and Royal Blue. I'm like two and a bit chapters in. Um, so then I'll do Crescent City. So this month, I my aim is to finish Song of Achilles, make progress with Tower of Dawn, because I know that there's apparently a really hot character in Tower of Dawn. Sartak? Is that his name? Apparently there's another way of pronouncing it, but I say I was saying Sartak. But apparently if you listen mm. to the audiobook, it has a different pronunciation. Okay. Um... So I want to do those two. There are more books I want to read. I did a bad thing and I went shopping and I bought more books. I know, you messaged me. Yeah, because I went to surprise Maddie because I thought... At the wrong work. I went to the wrong workplace because I forgot where Maddie was. I thought I knew, but I, I was I wish you'd ma- walk in <laughs> and been like, where's Maddie? <laughs> um, yeah, just a few miles off. Just a few. Uh-huh. I feel like now that we're in this state, it's a great time to start talking about the book. Okay, general thoughts. General thoughts. Um, I wish that we'd had more books like this growing up, where it's like Same. she's a badass character. Um, like she's she's a young woman of color. She uh is like an LGBTQ character. I just think it's like it was just so nice and so I've feminist seen feminist icon. Oh yeah, bad bitch. Yeah, but I've also seen there have been people who are like, oh well, I don't want to diversify my reading because like I can't like see myself as that character. But I'm like. Think of it from the other way around. All, almost every main kind of YA book has a white character as the lead that you've been able to kind of attach yourself to. F- try it from the other side. And also, she's a phenomenal character. She's so interesting to read. Like, I understand why people put themselves into the books, but also I see it as TV. It literally plays out in my head. Like, yeah. I, it's not like I'm pretending to be that person. Yeah. No. <laughs> but then, at the same time, because that's the way I do it, but then I realise that sometimes it's kind of awkward when you're, like, reading Throne of Glass and it's like a like a, like a a spicy scene <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to be here for this. Um, <laughs> but overall, I liked the book. I um, liked it too. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What? And I actually did read it. <laughs> so, I'm... Every time we read a book now, I'm literally going to think that you haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, but you know that I have read this one because the notes are really shitty. <laughs> if you go back and check my Book of Life and the other one, um, Shadow of Night, the notes are like super in detail and really long. Um, just a heads up, guys. Um, Maddie's going to murder me after this. That, but also, um, I didn't have time with uni stuff and everything to write notes on this book, so I'm relying on Beth's notes. Yeah. <laughs> So God knows what's going to happen. But also I think, I think we've read it, so we have like a good fresh memory of it. Yeah, I mean I read it two weeks ago now. But, it's very easy to talk about, I feel mm. like. I really liked it. Okay. So, chapter one, Sophia, who is the main character, she's uh, in the woods and she's hiding from guards. We learn immediately that she's in love with a girl called Erin, and Erin uh-huh. is also hiding from the guards. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say, before we get into the story, mm-hmm. basic structure of where we are. Actually, we should do like a spoiler-free... Spoiler-free. It's a... Someone described it as a queer fantasy YA book, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. is basically what it is. It's set 200 years after Cinderella has died. Yep. Um, So, hardcore patriarchy. Yeah. Sophia is 16. Um, We learn that there are very specific rules. So, each household has to have pictures, like the king's portraits up. They also have to have, like, their rules or laws. Yeah, like the laws. Framed and hung on the wall. All girls need to be able to recite word for word the story of Cinderella. Which is fucking weird. Why? Um, and then um, each household has to have a head of the household and it has to be a guy. Um, and the women are basically sold off when yeah. they're between the ages of 16 and 19. Yeah. There's like a thing of like, there, there'll be three balls that you're allowed to go to. And if you don't get mad, like don't get like chosen at one of them, then you're like a forfeit. And no one really knows what it means yeah. to be forfeit. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, the men own the women. Yeah, There's men like own the women. curfews for women. They're not allowed out after yeah. a certain amount of time. They do everything their husbands tell them to. Um, mm. So when, between the ages of 16 and 19, they go to these balls and the men choose yeah. the wife they want. The girls have yes. no say in it whatsoever. But then Sophia is, like, super different from the crowd because she, like immediately she knows that she doesn't want to marry a man Uh she's in love with this woman and she's like i don't understand why we have to follow these rules and she gets in trouble for questioning them yeah but actually in the end it's by questioning it it's such a powerful thing Mm -hmm. and actually i think there was a lot of messages especially from that that translate really well into real life because don't trust the government (laughs) i gave it four out of five stars on goodreads yeah i'd give it four out of five i think i would have given it higher but i think the language it made it feel just like a little bit young for me. Yeah, I but agree. then again, this book I don't think I don't think it was written. It's for not me. aimed for so us. No, yeah. We're, we're just reading it because it looks really good and we've heard good reviews. Um, but I wish I'd read this when I was younger. I wish I'd read this when I was younger. I would have loved more books like this when I was younger. Things like Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, uh, Shadows Between Us. Mm. And they're all very like feminist. Yeah character protagonists yeah and i i like that i like that <laughs> i like oh really quick before we get into the actual story we're 20 um, minutes in we've not even started <laughs> um growing up i read in case you haven't realized oh, by yeah. now i read the morganville vampire series um i was obsessed with the books i went and met the author several times went to her book signings she's passed away and i just wanted to let everyone know yeah it's just we knew it was coming like she was diagnosed with cancer and she'd been moved to a hospice but i just thought we'd put it out there um put out the world my Mm. thoughts are with her family Mm. all of that stuff i saw it on facebook this morning and because that's the book series that I think actually bonded us. Because yeah. Because we, we started talking about the books that we read. And then uh, I started talking. I was like, oh, there was this book I read once. It's about vampires. And this happens. And you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's the Morganville vampire. Yeah, because nobody ever reads it. You know what? I will one day, I vow to you, I'll read the books. Okay. So you can talk to me about it. And I will actually read the okay. books. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I've got all of them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I posted a TikTok. And it was, like, my my series, the books on my Mm. shelves they were in the tiktok and a couple of people commented and was like oh my god i've never met anybody who's read morganville vampires and i was like oh my god (laughs) we just bonded over over a book i read when i was 13 like 
but yeah, my thoughts are with her family. Mm. It's really sad. Um, but yeah. But yeah, okay. Moving on to the actual story. So Sophia and Erin are in the woods. Uh, they're hiding from guards. The guards are talking about the upcoming ball and how all the young girls are really, really gorgeous this year and they make like that uncomfortable joke about like, oh, well, my wife might have an unfortunate accident. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing because they mention it later on as well. Yeah. That's messed up. It happens a couple of times where we hear about men in the village are like, well, I'm tired of my wife. I'll just like get kill her and I'll get a new yeah, wife. Yeah, or just give her over as a forfeit yeah. for doing something wrong, which... Or, like, basically doing nothing. Yeah. Um, Sophia's hiding in a bush, and she tries to distract the guards because they get too close to Erin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where I just commented, turns out there's an old lady who got captured. And that's what... Because they, they're like, oh, we have a runner. And Sophia thinks that it's Erin, but actually they just kind of captured this old lady. I don't remember that. I remember them being like, oh, there's a... Was it an old lady? Yeah, they captured an old lady. Um, my phone is just locked. I can't scan my face. Uh, you know, they captured an old lady, which is who the runner was. <laughs> Why was she there? I don't know. We <laughs> never hear anything else about it. Um, chapter two. I found these chapters were quite easy to read. Like, they were they were nice. They, they were weren't nice too small. short. Yeah. But they were, like... Throne of Glass, incredibly small chapters. Mm. For no reason. Yeah. But this is, like... Yeah. Chill. Um, so in chapter two, Sophia makes it back to the town and she's, like, frantically searching for Erin because I think she's still, like, but what if she got caught? Yeah. Um, and she knows that she's meant to be meeting her mum at, like, a... Like a seamstress? Yeah. It's the seamstress. Um, she bumps into Liv, who's, like, the third member of their little, like, trio. Um. And Erin is there and she's, like, and I remember Sophia turns around and is, like, you're safe. And, like, Erin just goes, you're a mess. Yeah. Also, um, even though Sophia knows that she'll be going to the ball, there's an invitation there because I think it's all girls of a certain age. Yeah, and upwards go. Um, do we find is this where Liv has the wand? Yes. Yeah. So we find out pretty early on that Liv's family doesn't have the money to give her the expensive ball gowns that mm. are kind of required for yeah her to go to the ball. Everyone's like required to be there but there's also an expectation that you yeah. dress nice it's it's super classist yeah it's, yeah um but we find out as well that people still believe and still um try to get the fairy godmother's help yeah they're all there's like a witch in town i like witch yeah mm, uh who's like selling potions but people are like they've, they've not worked yeah um so there's that real kind of belief mm. um so Liv's family is basically just hoping that she gets a visit from the fairy godmother. Mm. Um, but obviously there's no guarantees. Like, they've got no backup plan whatsoever. Mm. Um, uh, chapter three, three, she makes it to the seamstress. Yes. Her mum's there and just like, I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to ask why you're a mess. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think her mum's kind of used to it. Yeah, she's just like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's get you ready. Let's try on the dress. Uh-huh. Um... Sophia, when she's trying on the dress, notices a bruise. I can't remember if it's on her, uh, the seamstress's I think face. it's on the seamstress's neck. Yeah. Um, and she says something. Yeah, she asks her about it, and the seamstress is always like, oh, it's nothing. You know, don't worry about it. Obviously, we then kind of come back to it. Uh-huh. Um, I then... Because the, the, we're going off of my notes. Those are the only two sentences I have for chapter three. <laughs> That's it for the summary. <laughs> if I'm honest, I don't think anything else happens. Yeah. Um, chapter four, there's a man called Mr. Langley... Uh, his son drives, like, a cart, and, like, he, 
His son drives the cart for Sophia and her mum to take them from the I'm seamstress. I'm not quite sure why they can't drive the cart. Because uh, they're women. No, but they can do it. Yeah, but they're women and somebody would probably question it and be like, no, you should be forfeited. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, because it's the patriarchy and mm-hmm. they just think, you know what, screw women. Um... Uh, I really like so obviously there's a curfew for women and Sophia like, she stands she, on the bo- like on her, the doorstep yeah. and like waits for the absolute last second which I think is just that it's like such a tiny act of rebellion mm-hmm. but like that's the kind of thing I would do yeah so if I was in that situation I'd be like I'm on the doorstep you know if the if the curfew's nine I'm walking in at nine oh one I'll be stood on the doorstep but it's technically <laughs> still the home but um Sophia's mum then starts talking about um Liv which is her friend, as if she's an embarrassment because she's, I think, been sent to the ball before and wasn't chosen. That was so weird. Like, you have three opportunities. But yeah. But they're all, like... It's, like, taboo mm. to go to the first one and not get chosen. Yeah. Which, in that situation, wouldn't you want it to be... You to be chosen in the third round? Like, you've got mm. three more years of your life that you've just had to... You've had experience that you haven't mm. had to, you know, have a shitty husband. husband. Yeah. Like... So, that was upsetting. Mm. Um, but then Sophia's like, I, I don't know if I can stand up right now. I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm yeah. going to go to bed. I'm not, not going to deal with this. Um, chapter five. Sophia wakes up and she's got to go pick something up from the seamstress. Yeah. Her mum left some ribbons. Yeah. So they, she sends Sophia to go. Um, she gets, um, we also, Sophia's like reminded by her mum that she needs to make sure she can still recite Cinderella's Tale by Heart because she's like, yeah, I want you to be able to impress the men. I'm like... But really, at this ball, the man going to go, okay, I want a full <laughs> recital of Cinderella. The whole book, ready, go. Actually, no, just... Start from chapter two, yep. paragraph three. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Langley's son takes them to... Takes Sophia to the seamstress. Yeah. We because... also find out that his name is Luke. Luke. Yep. Um, so, they go, and the whole time, the whole ride there, Sophia's kind of, like, mentally planning an esca- escape route. In case Luke tries anything, if he tries yeah. to hurt her. Because it's not uncommon. Yeah. It, like, that is established. Um, so they get to the seamstress, mm. and when Sophia gets into the like actual, like, workroom, there's, she finds, a, like, a little boy. Yeah. He's, like, hiding underneath a table. And she assumes that it's the son of yep. the seamstress. And he says something about his dad being angry, and she can hear noises from yeah. upstairs. So Sophia runs upstairs, not really thinking things through, because she could be killed yeah. <laughs> for doing this. Um, but she runs up there and the seamstress is like like on the floor and her husband is stood over her and he's shouting about um like oh you've not given me all the money that yeah. we've earned um like are you lying to me it's, so it's awful even though the seamstress shop belongs to the husband the, the woman mm-hmm. and she runs it all of the money goes to the man it's technically his yeah well i think i think he technically owns it as the man it's all his property yeah. but she's the one who puts the work in yeah. and does everything um so sophia thinks fast and yeah. and then the door just creaks open and they both look around yeah. like you <laughs> caught us hello um and she literally just goes oh i was hoping um she doesn't have a name but mm. she, i was hoping she'd help me find the ribbons i left them here yesterday um and, she... and then he just kind of at first I think he threatened Sophia but then he just fucks off to the next room and like yeah. the seams just runs downstairs and like Sophia tries to say something comforting mm-hmm. and then just the seams just is like here have the ribbons it looks like she's gonna say something and then she just it stays quiet yeah um, um so then Sophia and Luke head back to Sophia's house um and there's like okay <laughs> I misspelled boys I spelled it like the ones on the water, like boys. No, you haven't. Yeah, there are some boys. 
Um, because they're, they're travelling and there are some boys from Luke's school who appear and are kind of threatening and they're making uh-huh. comments alluding to Luke's sexuality. Yeah. But Luke punches the ringleader whose name is Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, because Knocks out a couple of his teeth. Yeah. Good on him. They're also being like, oh, you're out for a ride with a girl. Oh, we didn't think that was your type. Yeah. Well, we don't know you, but, you know, we can change that. And it was all really creepy. So Luke just kind of was like, no, fuck this. And he punches him. Yeah. Um, so they set off in the carriage and... Sophia's just there like what the fuck mm-hmm. we find out that Luke was in I think in love with a boy called Lou- Louis Louis I said I, Louis but I it think could Louis. be Louis some people say Louis but yeah. I called him Louis um, and I think it was it his family put him up for forfeit when Morris and the other boys they found out that Luke and Louis liked yeah. each other and Louis's family put him up for forfeit yeah but Luke's family, they were fine. They were just like, oh, it's, yeah, it's just a phase. Yeah, convinced his parents that yeah. it was just a phase. Yeah, that like, he'll grow out of it. Um, and yeah, he was... then turns around and is like, I, I know about you and Erin. Yeah. And she's like, oh, God. Because Erin's friends with his sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then basically they're just like, but it, he's like, you're safe with me. Uh-huh. Like, like, I can't understand what you're going through with, like, all this stuff with the ball. Like, I can't imagine the position you must be in. Uh-huh. And I think this is where they kind of talk about, like, what if they would be able to run away somewhere. Yeah. Like, somewhere they could live, you know, with the people that they care about. Yep. So we also learn here that um, the boys don't have to go to the ball when they're mm. 16, 17. They can go whenever. They can go whenever. And they don't even have to go at all if they mm. don't want. Oh, and then fun fact, they could also um, take two wives if they want, just yeah. because. Um, I think this is... Also, where we learn that Morris's dad gave his wife up for like Morris, yeah, Morris's mum up for forfeit so he could get a, 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 young, a younger model. Wife. Mm. Um, they also have a conversation which I thought was really interesting. Where Sophia turns to Luke and she's like, "Can I tell you something?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And she goes, "Um, ever since I got onto the cart with you, I've been planning like." mentally planning an escape route in case you try anything and he's like so confused Mm. about it he's like well I wouldn't do anything and she's like no but most people would see and I find that actually really interesting because I had to have that conversation with a guy recently Mm -hmm. where he was just and he was like why are you like he was like when you get in your car why do you immediately lock the doors Mm -hmm. and I'm like well because for example if I was dry like just someone could like open the car I like it's I actually I've I've spoken to so many guys that I have just, just been like wait it. what do you mean you, wait like you always check your car before uh-huh, you get in yeah what do you mean if there's a flyer on the like windshield you don't like you you don't touch it uh-huh. like it, do you not find it weird I'm like no because like I've been raised to understand the signs of like human trafficking uh-huh. I always look under my car because I've heard the most terrifying thing is apparently they people hide under the car and, and then, like clip your atti- like, yeah. Achilles and like I get Ubers quite a lot because I'm still fucking learning to drive. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, like, I will message Beth, like, the second I get in the car. Mm. And she'll be like, is it a guy or a girl? And I'm like, like mm. I tell her. And then the whole time, I literally, like, I'm checking what way he's going. Like, if it's somewhere I'm not going, I've got it up on my maps. I know, mm. so I know where he's going. But I don't feel like, mm. guys don't think about them yeah. things at all. I've also, we've got each other on Find My Friends. Yeah. So we can always see where the other one is. Uh-huh. Um... Oh, cute best friend things. Um, but like, I, oh god, I saw her on TikTok. There's been a few things that's like, imagine if men weren't on the like on the planet for a day, what would you do? And the amount of girls that are like, go for a just go for it. Yeah, go for a walk at night. Because I've seen so many. Actually, I've seen some nice TikToks from guys that are like, it's three in the morning and I'm just out for a walk. 
and I'm completely unafraid and I realise that none of my female friends can do this. No. Even if they go in a pair or a group, they can't do this because there are some disgusting people out there. And like even when so there was a period of time towards the end of uni when we went back to grab our stuff mm-hmm. and I had to do some recordings for a dance thing that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And we went to like some country parks and stuff mm. and like we went for little adventures and then it got to a certain point and there was an abandoned house and that then my brain went there could be anyone in there we're, yeah. we're not gonna know and at one point i was like looking back and you was like are you making sure no one's following us i was like yeah yeah right. <laughs> well here's, here's the thing i remember back in first year there was a guy that would follow us home because yeah. we lived in, we lived together in first year we had a whole issue in first year we had to get um we had to get like someone involved from our university yeah. and the guy was like oh no but it's fine just yeah. don't just walk home with friends i'm like he does it when i'm with my friends uh-huh. and he's like well make sure you have guys in the group and i'm like that- oh yeah that's convenient for us isn't yeah. it yeah and i was like there's not many guys on my course and like we like they don't always live with us yeah i was like it doesn't work we eventually had to download there was an app that we had to download but it wasn't the best app because it was like if you shake your phone at all, then it sends alerts out to your yeah. like chosen people. So I'd like run down the stairs and it would like text Maddie like Beth's in trouble. <laughs> so um, at one point they gave us like panic alarms as well, but the, they didn't work. Yeah, they gave us like a rape alarm that you just pulled it and he was just sat there like, oh, yeah, this has run out of battery. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, cool, that's great. But this guy, he was supposed to be like the head of security for our halls and stuff, and he just mm. didn't have a fucking clue. At one point, our gate didn't shut properly, and people could just walk in. Mm. So people did walk yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I also remember actually. So I had two different. One of them, if anyone was ever like mean to me or made like comments or like tried to like touch me or attack me, the people in charge did not care. No. I at my other job, when I. Like, something happened one time where somebody, like, grabbed my ass and tried to kiss me. I told my bosses, um, the bouncers got them banned from every... Like, they radioed them, got them banned from every single club in the city. Um, also the police were like, oh, we'll keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. And then my team manager was like, okay, if you want to sit down upstairs. And they, like, took such good care of me. And I was like, there are two way, like two kinds of people that understand the situation. And I know whose side I want to be on. I mean, I worked at the first one with Beth. I was the one who got you into yeah. that job. It was a really shitty situation mm. to be in. One time he put me out on promo and just forgot that I was out there. And I was still on the street corner until about three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like... Yeah. And then he didn't understand when I was like, can I have the jacket? He was like, no. Yeah. Well, I was, I was put outside. Normally I was put out there by myself, but one time I was put out with another guy because mm-hmm. they were like, I'll train him up to show him what to do. Um, and I felt a lot safer yeah. having a guy with me doing the promo. And then the, then the son of the manager walked out and was like, stop effing flirting with him. You're not here to flirt. You're here to do your job. He was like, do I have to remove one of you? I was like... No, I'm saying thank you to him because he's making sure that I'm safe while I'm out on this job, which is something you've never done. No. So then I was taken inside and he was left outside. Could have been worse. You could have taken the guy in and left me out. That is true. Sorry, we went off on a bit of a rant. But basically, I I thought that was such an important thing that they just mentioned. Uh Because it happens in real life. It's not a thing in a fantasy book. No. Like, there are a lot of themes within this book that are very modern and very contemporary and things that women struggle Mm -hmm. with. Like, even just, like, walking home from here, like, I... My dad's flat and my mum's house is not even, what, five minutes in the car? But the way I walk home, and it's always dark as well, Mm. like, I literally mentally plan my routes so that I know I'm going to be, like, on the main road. It takes me, like, Mm. 20 minutes extra. Always carrying your keys between your knuckles. 
And I have never met a single woman that doesn't do any of these things. No, me neither. Never met a single woman. Which is mental. Mental. Um, chapter seven. It's the day of the ball. Her mum wakes her up at dawn and is like, we, we have a lot of work to do. And I was like, okay, okay, chief. Um, something I found interesting was that, so there's a handful of women there. Oh, she has a bar. She kind of like stays there for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of women there to help her get ready. And they're all talking about like the traditions and how this is all meant to honour Cinderella. But also then they were like, oh, but there are other ways. And like everyone gets quiet. This one, you know, helper is like, oh yeah, no, people used to be able to like leave gifts yeah. and things at her grave. And everyone's like, stop talking. We don't talk about that. And I'm like, why? Wait, they never actually discussed about why that stopped. Yeah. Which I think would have been interesting. Or what would have happened to them if they got caught talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it's um, not like it didn't happen. There's people alive that still remember visiting the mausoleum. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, but they put her into a dress. And basically, we find out that the dress is very much like what Cinderella wore. If it's anything like what is on the cover. It's Gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. Um, her dad arrives home, and he's like, oh, gosh, you're beautiful. He has a necklace um, that I think was her grandmother's. Yeah, so we learned that her nan was very rebellious. Yeah. She um, was basically, like, the OG Sophia. And yeah. she was, like, speaking out against, like, everything. Mm-hmm. We learned that she got... Um, she was killed. Yeah, she was killed by, by the king. king. Because she spoke... Uh, she said a little too much to the wrong person. Yeah. And they just handed her in. And it was like she was taken, and then a week later they contacted her dad. was like, oh, yeah, you can pick up the body now. And I was like, are you kidding? Um, and then, basically, there's an argument between Sophia and her parents... Because she's like, you know, I don't want this. I don't want to marry this man. And I, I think at this point, it's made clear that, like, her parents... Whether whether or not she's, like, directly come out and said, I'm in love with Erin, mm-hmm. they, they know. know. Yeah. Um, and... But that, but then they do... I thought it was kind of nice because of the fact they were, like... Uh, the carriage pulls up outside and Erin is in the carriage yeah. and they're like, you can say, like, a proper goodbye. Which I thought was sweet at first, but then she gets into the carriage and Erin's like, no, I, like, I need to make this clear. This is the end. Yeah. We're going to follow the rules that our parents and the king have set out. And Sophia's like, sorry, let's just backtrack. I thought we were like in love. Yeah. But is that, was that all a lie? Like, she immediately shuts everything down. She's like, I don't want this. Yeah. Like, she's really harsh about it. She's really it. harsh. And like, Sophia's like, but all I've done is love you. And like, you know, we could try and escape. We could get out there. And Erin's just like shutting it down. Uh-huh. Which is awful. Um, and then it ends with them kind of getting to the palace. Yeah. Chapter eight, they arrive at the ball. Um, they, ha- they have to hand in their invitations. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's it for security. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. The whole country, do they all go to this ball? Or is it just the city and then each place has their own ball? Honestly, I don't know. I thought that, I just imagined it as like this one massive kingdom. I don't know what else is around. Because they were describing it, and there's, like, the, the magical... Magical... Like, the the magical forest. Yeah. And then there's, like, forbidden land. So it's I'm assuming no one lives there, or, like, exiled people live there. So it's just the city, then? I think so. Okay. That's how I imagined it. Okay. Um, or maybe... maybe Okay, here's what it is. Maybe it's lots of villages spread out everywhere, and they all are, like, belong to the kingdom, so they all have to travel to the... Okay. Where the palace is? Okay. I, really I wish we had then. a map. <laughs> is, there's not a map in the book, is there? Mm-mm. No. Um, 
A girl from a really rich family bumps into Sophia on purpose and is, like, trying to shame her for wearing a dress like Cinderella. And she's like, you know, I know I'm going to get a good marriage. You know, you, you're you just, you know, you're looking like a trollop trying to look like Cinderella. Yeah. And actually, Sophia, I give her such credit because she stands up for herself. Like, Erin's like, oh, my God, don't. Like, don't draw attention. Mm-hmm. But, like, Sophia's like, well, you know what? You think you're better than me because of your class. You think you're better because you have money. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're going to get married and our husbands are going to treat us just like objects they are going to use us and not care how we feel so you know what at the end of the day we're actually equal because we're about to just become objects to them and actually that's when this one rich girl like kind of falters and Mm -hmm. like it's made clear that that is her fear as well yeah um and then a trumpet goes the go uh all the girls are like formed into two lines this part didn't make sense in my head i was trying to picture all of them girls fitted into two lines and i was like that Mm. that doesn't doesn't compute (laughs) <laughs> um, I, di- I didn't think of it. Matthew stopped Matthew working. working. Um, a guard grabs Erin and pushes her into line, and Sophia's like, hey, don't you dare touch her. Uh. The guard then grabs her, she tugs away. He grabs her again and is like, oh, you're feisty. It's the fact that she's just straight up, like, getting ready to punch him. <laughs> yeah. And then another trumpet goes, and he looks at her like, I know you're about to punch me. <laughs> and nothing comes of it. And I just love that. Uh-huh. Um, so Luke's there. Yeah, and she's like, I feel like I've been lied to. Yeah. He's one of the suitors, and he literally, like, yesterday was telling me that he's been avoiding going. He doesn't want to do it. Why did he lie to me? And I already, like, I read that Luke was there. I was like, I know exactly what he's going to do. Uh-huh, same. Um, so well, chapter nine. The king shows up. The king appears. Um, this part pissed me off so much. Oh, my God, yes. So he is looking around, and he's, like, thanking everyone for being there. Like, oh, you're all so beautiful. And then he spots Liv. He's like, except you. Yeah, except you. And he, like, drags her out in front of everyone. everyone. And he's like, how dare you show up to yeah. my event looking like that? And she's two all... seconds earlier, Sophia had just described her as looking beautiful. Yeah. Like... he's And he's literally circling her and insulting yeah. her in front of everyone. And the thing is, her she's in a dress not... that she's made herself, yeah. right? So no, it's not going to be as beautiful as the ones that everyone's just had made to fit their body yeah. perfectly. But she worked really hard. And, like, she's upset. Like, there's a moment where, like, her and Sophia look at each other and she just kind of looks down class because she's like, Sophia looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, he humiliates her and then he has the guards drag her out. Yep. Out this one door. And then he's like, okay, festivities start now. I've I've done my public humiliation Mm -hmm. for the day. And then he follows the guards and live out. Yes. Yes. Um, Luke makes his way over and and actually Erin's there as well because... Sophia grabbed Erin's hand and ran over and was like, we have to leave, like, what have they done to live? And, like, Mm -hmm. Erin's freaking out as well, but she's kind of still calm, like, no, but we have to stay here. I don't understand that thought... I I, I don't understand. Like, I kind of get that they've been, like, brainwashed. brainwashed. Um, But I don't think I could stand there. If we were in that situation and, like, I saw them, like, drag you or Jess off, I would start a riot. You also know I wouldn't be able to shut my mouth. You know Mm. me. (laughs) It just wouldn't happen. Mm. Um... We would do so well in this story. We would have died we, two, two chapters ago. Yeah. First chapter. We'd be dead from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. um, Luke makes his way over and he's like, Sophia, like, I didn't want to freak you out, but after our conversation yesterday, and in front of Erin is like, I was hoping to choose you so that we could get married. Uh-huh. And Erin just goes rigid. And I'm sat there thinking, but you just broke up yeah. with her. You can't talk. You're the one who's pushing to be like, oh, well, no, we have to obey the rules. Mm-hmm. So now that she's, now that Sophia's obeying the rules and the fact that someone went up to her before Erin, yeah. I don't know if that's what got to her. That's what I was thinking as well. Um, and he, also in front of Erin, they're talking about like, oh, but we can still escape. And they're like, oh, we need to bring Erin. He's like, yes, of course. Like, Erin, you can come. And, and she's Aaron's like, no. Like, no. Um, 
And she's like, I'm going to, you know, stay and do my duty. And then a random man appears and starts flirting with, like, Sophia and uh, Erin. Chapter 10. His name is, was it Edward? Yeah, it's Morris's brother. Morris's brother. But Morris, like, is stood behind him with, like, missing teeth. <laughs> and you're like, that's therapeutic. He then keeps, like, making a pass at Sophia. One bit I really liked is that, so there's a really funny bit where, um, when he realised it was, like, Edward and Morris, um, looked like a shit. And <laughs> Sophia, like, completely, like, open is just like, you know what? Sometimes I actually think that's his name because whenever he appears, all you say is shit. <laughs> and then, like, Morris is like, how dare you? And she's like, oh, don't worry, you'll grow into it, shit. Which I thought was quite funny. I was, like, so what happened? Sorry, I was jumping ahead, but... Mm-hmm. With what happens, I did not understand why they, either one of them, wanted Sophia. To be dicks. Yeah, but I get that. But then they're going to be stuck with Sophia and they don't like the fact that Sophia has a voice. No, but they can put her up for forfeit really quick. So it's that thing of, like, upsetting Luke. Hold on, we'll get back to that in a second. Yeah, sorry. Um, so basically, um, they're still, like, being douchebags to Luke and being kind of mean to Sophia. Erin, at this point, has disappeared. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, what is it? Because, like, Edward's like, oh, Luke, you've learned to stand up for yourself. And then he, like, makes, like, a jab at him. And it's like, oh, no, but you're still, you know, you're still a pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, he tries to, like, touch, like, lift Sophia's chin up. And Luke grabs his arm. And Sophia throws a drink on him. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, gotta go. So her and Luke disappear. And, oh, there was a really sweet line. Because they're talking about the possibility of escaping. And Luke just goes to Sophia. Just because they deny us doesn't mean we cease to exist. And I was like, oh. I like that line. Um... Sophia goes to the powder room and is like, oh, I'm just going to wash some of this makeup off and all the girls look at her like, she's crazy. Yeah, she, like, undoes her hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there's, like, a noise and, like, everyone runs out of the bathroom. The she walked into that bathroom, I was like, something's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, don't leave. You go inside them papers now, immediately. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but Morris and Edward um, have basically said to the king, screw that guy, we want the girl that he's claiming. Oh, he also ruined my clothes. Um, and Luke is being held by two guards. And actually, Luke had mentioned that Edward Morris's dad, so he's the guy that, like, gave a wife up for forfeit because mm-hmm. he wanted, like, a younger model. But also, like, their family's, like, super close with the king. Yeah. So they can literally get away with anything. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a comment about, like, how then they, like, rob people on the roads to, like, benefit themselves. Like, because they, like, the king's like, oh, we've sent this person away. And they're like, oh, we'll just rob them then. There was, like, a little comment about it. Um... But yeah, and Luke gets dragged through the same door that Liv was dragged through. Edward just walks straight up to Sophia and, like, he, I think, like, pulls her in for a kiss and she, like, kicks him in the yeah. nuts and, like, no, fuck this. And she runs to the bathroom and she's like, there's only one door here. What am I going to do? Fuck. She just, she just rips her dress. Yeah. She's like, she, she rips the dress, shit. takes off the shoes, and she starts sneaking through the window when someone grabs her ankle. Uh-huh. Next chapter, which is chapter 11, uh, Sophia kicks the guard and gets out the window, but then she, like, falls immediately <laughs> yeah. into a corridor, so the ceilings must be really shitty in this I castle. was thinking that. There's a locked door, and there's a woman crying. Dead ass. My first thought was, it's Cinderella. That was my fault. I was really disappointed when it wasn't. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. It's not Cinderella. <laughs> um, the guards are tracking her down, and Sophia manages... So Sophia manages to get outside. She's running through the woods. And at this point, she doesn't know how long she's been running. But she's been going through the woods and it starts to get, like... She comes into a clearing and she realises she's at the burial place of Cinderella. Yep. 
She um, walks in and the glass slippers are still on yeah. there. Yeah, and there's like a little blue flickering light. Yeah, I was like, fairy godmother. Fairy godmother, <laughs> hello. Um, and then she heard like, some, like a twig snap outside just before she uh, went in and she thought it was the guards. Mm-hmm. But then this hooded stranger walks in and before anything started, I was like, this is going to be a gorgeous female. <laughs> this is going to be a love interest. And her, I was right. Um, so she's like, I would rather die than work for the king. I'm not a guard, don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh, her name is Constance. She gives to Sophia spare clothes and is like, look, if you're trying to get out, if you need help, um, don't take the main road, but you know where the main road is. There's a, a turning here and a turning mm-hmm. there. Go that way and I'll meet you there. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I promise I'll distract the guard. So stay here, leave at first light and I'll find you. Yep. So instead, <laughs> instead, <laughs> Sophia runs home. Which, obviously, there's going to be guards there. Like, what the mm. fuck is she thinking? Um, she, like, n- knocks on the back door and her mum opens it, lets her in. And there's just a guard sitting in, like, their front room. Yeah, and, and so, like, and, like to... the dad sees it. So he's like, oh, wait, Sophia's outside the front! <laughs> yeah. So then the guards go running and they, like, her dad is being really harsh. And he's like, you, we have to give you up for forfeit. And her mum's like, no, please, we can protect her. Uh-huh. Which was really nice because her mum had obviously been so harsh with, like, trying to do what she thought was right by like yeah. obeying the laws but she's now like no but this is my daughter like we have to protect her and the dad's like we can't so yeah he doesn't even like listen to what happened he just immediately is like you gotta go die yeah <laughs> like, and then like she's trying to explain like no but you, you don't understand how awful it was uh-huh. um and then basically she's like she's like i can't stay here mm-hmm. so she leaves and she's sneaking through the town and she hears men stood near the embankment talking about a girl and I think she gets this feeling that it's Liv. Yeah. And so once they leave, Sophia walks to look at what they were looking at and it is Liv. But she's, it's like an older version. Yeah. Her hair's white. My comment's just, she's dead, but like also super old. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's so sad because like Sophia's like, holy shit, uh-huh. this is my friend. Yeah. But she's also like, but she, she doesn't look like my friend. Um, um, the only way she can really tell is because of the dress yeah. that she's wearing. Um, so she starts to walk to the meeting place where Constance said she would meet yes. her. Because she actually fell asleep for a little bit. Yeah. In, like, I don't know what, I'm assuming it was like a little bit of like a treed area. Yeah. But So she fell asleep and woke up and Sophia finds Constance. Yeah. Oh, she's found by Constance and they walk to an old house. Surprise. It's Cinderella's old house, the stepsister one. Uh-huh. The stepsister <laughs> one. Uh, Constance <laughs> is actually related to Cinderella because, like, something like her great-great-grandmother was, was one of the stepsisters. Isla? No, it was Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle. The, uh, Isla was the other one. Yeah, Isla's the one that we don't really hear anything about. Yeah. We then find out that actually the Cinderella story that everyone is forced to read and recite is actually lies. full of lies. Um, so Prince Charming came to the kingdom during a time of suffering and said, make me a king and I'll fix everything. Cinderella's, Cinderella's family spoke out against the laws. Her mum was just executed in the driveway. Her father remarried and was then taken into the dungeon and never seen again. And the stepmum and stepsisters were like training to fight to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And they were all really close to Cinderella. Yeah. And then the stepmum and stepsisters were chained outside and left to die. Gabrielle was able to free them and they escaped out past the Whitewood. But at this point, Cinderella had been taken to the castle so yeah. was married to the prince. Const- oh, and then they, they managed to like have kids and have families... But over time, they've all they've kind of just all died, and mm. Constance is the only one left, and she's, um, she's the only one that knows the truth. Yeah. Um. And now knowing all of this, Sophia's like, but why would Cinderella willingly go to the castle and marry the man that killed her family? Mm-hmm. And Constance is like, I think it's the fairy godmother, because <laughs> between point A and point B, that bitch was in the middle of it. 
so apparently Cinderella tried to meet up with Gabrielle to warn, warn her, her about, about something. something. This was like a while after they'd been married. Yeah. Um, um, but when Gabrielle arrived, Cinderella's yeah. being yeeted away by the guards. <laughs> Um, she was screaming about how the prince was the curse on their land. Mm-hmm. Don't remember that, but sure. <laughs> also, I think Sophia at this point is like, I'm just going to kill the king. Just going to do it. She outright says it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I might fuck around and, you know, commit, was it regicide? <laughs> just kill him. <laughs> Literally, Constance is just like chatting. She's like, oh, so what are you going to do? And she's like, Sophia's murder. just like, kill the king. <laughs> yeah, that's the only option. Um... They're also like, well, we've never heard of another fairy godmother, but we have heard of witches, and actually I think that's what the fairy godmother is. Because then it's it's like, it's like, it's it's almost like Disneyfication. Instead yeah. of a witch, it's a fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. Um, she disappeared not long after Cinderella died, I think. Um, and it's theorised that she might know more about this curse. So they're like, well, the last place we know that she went was, she went to the White Woods, like in the heart of them, so we're going to have to go there. Yeah. Cinderella's mum has a grave at the house. Um, also, I got really sick and tired at the end of this uh, chapter because it's the next day. Um, oh, and they fell asleep and, like, Sophia didn't sleep much, but she's just kind of looking at Constance like, this woman is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but they dress as boys so they can sneak into town and grab supplies. But my question, Sophia is a wanted person. It's been 48 hours since the ball. Even disguising her as a boy is not going to help. Literally, like, why didn't Constance just go into town? Yeah. Like, they probably, like, have images of her face. Yeah. Like, the facial structure people will be able to see. But also, they've all lived in this town. <laughs> exactly. How would they not know it's her? And what got me as well, once they got into town, Constance was like, oh, just go and buy... Just go and buy some stuff for me. And obviously she's going to have to have an interaction with the person selling the food. Yeah. So he's going to notice. Ah. Um, I got a quote for this bit, which I thought was nice, which I think is one that you liked as well, which is, uh, the palace underestimates the resourcefulness of women forced into a dark mm-hmm. and dangerous place. I really like that. Honestly, that's just like everyone. Literally everyone mm-hmm. completely ignores women, especially when they're in dark and dangerous places. But that's when we become feisty. Mm-hmm. Um... Constance is, well, they're talking about, like, well, what do we think we should do? Like, what should we do to help this situation? Constance is just like, let's burn it down and start again. Because honest, honestly, Fair. I feel the same about the patriarchy. Just burn it all down uh-huh. and start again. Um, should we come back to it? Yeah, we're going to take a little break. little break. One second. Hello. Um, so we were just talking about, we're just about to go on to chapter 17. So they make it into town. In- town. <laughs> Maddie's laptop's just died. Uh. <laughs> While Maddie fixes her laptop, um, they make it into town and Sophia is, like, struggling to pretend to be a boy because she's like, I didn't even think, I've got to lower my voice. Um, yeah, she didn't even She didn't even <laughs> think. Um, and there's a merchant who's suspicious and I was like, something's going to happen with him. Um, she finds Erin in the crowd and Erin runs up to her and is like, oh, I thought you were dead. Oh, I'm so sad. Surely one of the guards that's stationed around would be like, yeah. that's suspicious. Mm. <laughs> What's that word? That's suspicious. <laughs> Like, oh, you know what? It's been a while since I've re- referenced uh, mass trash. Um, but she has a she has a, a TikTok where there's just an audio. Where it's like that's suspicious. That's suspicious. And she's doing like a man in cosplay. Mm-hmm. If you've not seen it, it's just a really funny audio. <laughs> uh, and in the context of the video that she made, it's really well done. Um, we find out that she's engaged to Edward, um, she but she's also like got bruises on her face. Yeah. Um, so that's awful um uh, and she's like what about luke have you heard anything because she was like i know about Liv. are you okay and she's like you know i just don't know how to cope with it 
she's like, what about Luke? Have you heard about him? And she's like, oh, he's probably been executed. I don't know. I don't know that man. You were going to marry him. He's not my business. He's yours. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's like, he's probably been like killed. Morris and his friends are sneering at Erin and like, the thing that may be uncomfortable is that there's, like, a point where, like, Edward is holding Erin in, like, a really... It's described as a predatory yeah. way. And I was like, oh, I want to gut this man like a fish. <laughs> um, of course, if he wants to go knock the asshole off his feet, but a trumpet goes off and... <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> if he wants to knock the arse off his foot. <laughs> um, Maddie's reading from my notes, and I had a spelling mistake, so... Um, Maddie's laughing at that still. Um, Con- I was like reading it out. I was so confused, and I read it out, and Beth was like, "What?" And I was like, "It's your own note. I don't know what it means." Constance falls. Falls. Oh my gosh! Pulls Sophia into a bow. <laughs> See, you said bow, so now that's why I'm thinking. But she pulls her into a bow. <laughs> Uh, and the king appears. After everything, the king's like, the public, you need to be reminded. Oh, this part pissed me off so much. He literally much. turns out and I was like, you're alive because I let you. I, like, everything you have is because of me. The thing that made me want to flip a table is he goes to this 10-year-old girl and goes, smile. You're much prettier when you smile. Whenever a man tells me to smile, I literally tell him to fuck off. Yeah. If I want to smile, I will fucking smile. If a girl tells me to smile, I'm like, okay, okay, queen. But if a man <laughs> tells me to smile, I will literally flip him off. I will tell him to get fucked. I get told it all the fucking time. I had yeah. arguments with a couple of my lecturers at uni because yeah. they'd tell me to fix my face. And I'm like... I'm sorry, is something you said funny? I don't think it is. Yes. <laughs> when you say something funny, I'll laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm... <laughs> See, it's just the way that you tell that story. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm still just showing Maddie pictures of the Avengers, but like with like acrylic nails edited. <laughs> That's my new favourite. <laughs> it's Robert Downey Jr. I love him. Um, but I got so angry and uncomfortable because it's like a ten year old girl. I think he like lifts her chin and is like, Yeah. Why predatory? So She's ten. Predatory. Um the king lies about Sophia being dead. He's not said her name, but he's like, Oh, the girl who tried to run away, she's gone now. And mm. Sophia's literally like, Bitch, am I am I dead? <laughs> Did I miss that memo? <laughs> um and then like this I wake up every day and I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, there's a cart that's being pulled and there's somebody in it and I dead ass thought it was Luke. I thought it was gonna be Luke in the back of the cart. And yeah. he was and he was gonna make like an example of him, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's actually the seamstress. Her husband dobbed her in because he's like, Oh, Sophia went to the shop and caught I think it's because he was like, This girl saw me being abusive to my wife, so I'm yeah. just gonna get rid of my wife. I can get a new one. I feel sorry for the son. Yeah. He wasn't treated well to begin with. Yeah. And like his mum made him happy. Mm-hmm. And like and the mum all she did was she was working her ass off. All she did was sell and help her give like give Sophia ribbons and that's it. Like, oh no, she's she's gotta go. Yeah. Um And he chops her head off. That's a bit much. Yeah bit much, mate. And then Sophia is pulled aside by a suspicious merchant, who's the one who was like, you don't sound like a man. Um, and the merchant... had a really high voice. How yeah. offended with that bloke um, But then um, he's like, oh, where the fuck do you think you're going? And then Constance is there. She has a knife to his throat and she knocks him out. But he also pisses himself. I just found that very therapeutic. Like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. be embarrassed. Piss yourself. Um... They they ride to the outskirts. <laughs> <laughs> they ride to the outskirts. They set off a bomb and escape into the woods. They're going to be riding for around four days. 
And they're like, <laughs> what chapter are we on? This is chapter 18. Oh, sorry. Um, and also it's established that like, there's going to be creatures in these woods that no one could have ever imagined. Do we see them? No. We see Not wolves one. and a bird. If there, if there are <laughs> a giant bird. A though. giant bird. I didn't, how big are we talking though? It was big. <laughs> <laughs> the size of the fan? No, they said, they described it like, it was like the size of the car, like the wingspan. Why couldn't it, instead of them walking back to the town, why couldn't they just ride the bird? <laughs> if they if it was good enough for Lord of the Rings, it's good enough for Cinderella. I don't think bed. it was that big. I don't think it was they could have done one, one one person at a time. It could hold them with the talons. It also didn't really help much, did it? No, it was supposed it, to warn her when people were approaching, and the king shows up, and nobody's warned. Yeah. <laughs> Um, chapter 19, they're riding through the woods and Constance just has a plan. Oh, I thought this was sweet. Constance has a plan for everything. She's got like another bomb. She stole a letter from the king that basically is like, oh no, these people are allowed through the wall. Uh, she says the only thing she hasn't got a plan for is how to get Sophia to like look at her the way that she did the night before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, love. <laughs> and then she turns around because at this point they've not, love. <laughs> love. At this point they've not had an established like, um, I, I was thinking about this today on the internet nowadays. It's just a question of um, instead of like asking someone their sexuality, they're just um, do you listen to Girl in Red? Do, do you listen to Girl in Red? Or like I see people going, uh, characters who definitely listen to Girl in Red, <laughs> which I love. Um, but instead of having a conversation like that, they just go, um, we're more alike than we thought. Uh-huh. And it's just, there's that, there's that look between them. Yeah. Um, the woods are very, very dark. Sophia's, like, feeling really unworthy of being around Constance because Constance has been, like, trained to fight and, like, she knows the truth. And Sophia's like, I've just grown up questioning these stories and Constance is like, you're brave and you're beautiful and that is enough. Like, you've been questioning them. Mm-hmm. No, Like, no one else is. Um, and then she falls asleep. Sleepy time. Sleepy oh, time. The, the woods put, like, a spell on them. <laughs> I put a spell on you. Um, that, that kind of knocks them out. They're very mm. sleepy. Very sleepy. I'm very sleepy. Same. <laughs> I was up at five o'clock this morning. Um, they have. Something... Oh shit! What? <laughs> One of my windows broke last night. And I haven't fixed it, and it's dark now. Oh no! I don't even know where it's gone. I just woke up, and it wasn't. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry, distracted. <laughs> um, they have to leave the cart because the road just stops, and then they're like, "Well, we have to leave the horse because it's spooked." And like Sophia's hand gets injured in the process. Yeah. Um, just wolves. Just wolves. It just, oh, there's just a sentence which goes, wolves. They just show up. Apparently they're giant wolves, though. Yeah, giant wolves. Mm. E- apparently everything is bigger in this forest. <laughs> um, <laughs> in my head I was just like, well, maybe if I went to the forest, maybe my ego would be bigger. <laughs> Physically, I don't think I can get bigger. I'm very tall. <laughs> so I'm just assuming, I don't know why that was my first thought. After reading all of these feminist books, my ego can't get any bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, nowadays, I just turn around and I'm like, I don't... Like, if I'm feeling really confident, I'm, I'm like, I don't think men can hurt me. No. I sent Maddie a picture of, like, I bought a new silk dress. I was like, men can't hurt me anymore. Mm-hmm. Since, like, WAP was released and this... That's it. That's it. Or did I... I sent you, like, um, I have, like, a new shirt that, like, it ties at the front. I love that top. Men cannot hurt me I don't anymore. have the boobs for it, but I love that top. I have too much of the boobs for it because <laughs> I have to, like, hold it there all the time it fits but it's that like anxiety of like something's gonna fall um they're running away from the wolves 
Uh, they're like, we're going to have to leave the horse. In, they're zooming. They're like, we're going to have to leave the horse. Peace out, you know. <laughs> Bye, horse. That Enjoy your day. Horse. It didn't have to be taken into them. Yeah. Words. They could have just gone on foot. Yeah. Um, but they make it into a clearing and they know that they're not alone. And for they're some like, reason, the wolves what? don't... Woman. La, 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 la. Um, this uh, episode is a mess. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> Every five seconds, we're just laughing at utter bullshit. I, mm. <laughs> um, I just like the wolves are like, oh, we don't go into the clearing. No, don't go there. Um, There's a crazy old woman. Don't want to go there. <laughs> there is a woman. They found the fairy godmother. She's refusing to help. Oh, she- my comment is just... <laughs> Your notes are fantastic. <laughs> she's, my note is just... She's, like, refusing to help. Um, Constance is, like, super coarse with the with the fairy godmother. And, like, the fairy gets angry. And Sophia comes in and is like, no, but look. I saw my friend die. Another friend is living a fate worse than death. And I saw a woman executed for a crime she did not commit. You know, you need to help us. You know, tell us what you know. And Sophia then turns around and is like, look, tell me what your name is. And the witch is like, look, it doesn't matter. And another line I just really liked. Sophia just goes, it matters to me. As hard as the king tries to make us nameless, we aren't. I like that too. Yeah. But then so far throughout this entire book, they only mentioned Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. And didn't mention the other sister. Oh yeah, they mentioned her, but not the by other, name. The other sister can be just nameless. Screw yeah, her. you can't have something like that in it. Yeah, and ignore <laughs> not, the other sister. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, how did you pronounce her name? Who? The Amina. I got it Amina. That's an unusual way of pronouncing that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It it looks like it's just going Am Ah uh, No Am Amina. Hold on, how to Anemone. <laughs> Amina. Amina. I don't know if it's going to give you the option, is yes, it? Yes, it is going to give me the option. How do you, how do you pronounce? Maddie's Google Trans... What? Amina. Amina. Um, wait, no, he's got an accent. Amina. 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 Fine, Amina. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she finally concedes and is like, look, I'll tell you the full story, but I need you to know that I've been wicked and you're going to feel hopeless when this story's over. Um, the fairy godmother also gives like Sophia proper bandages and like salve and is like, here, enjoy, feel better. (laughs) She She likes Sophia. She likes Sophia, hates hates Constance, (laughs) is like, no, fuck that bitch. Um, she begins her tale. She believes, uh, actually, I liked this because she's like, I think witches need to learn both good and bad magic because there has to be a balance, uh-huh. which I thought was really important. I agree. Uh-huh. Um, like, like if, teach me? Like, if I was a witch, I'd love to learn about, you know, healing things, uh, but also, like, how to kill people with exactly. magic. I would like murder. to learn murder, <laughs> necromancy, all, all the shits and gigs. Um, Maybe not in this flat because that thing is creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that is creepy. Are you my mummy? No! <laughs> I hate that episode so much. So in this flat, there is like a, there's like a mannequin with like a World War II uniform on. Don't ask why. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't ask why. Um, but yes, so uh, Amina is talking about how witches need to learn good and bad magic to have balance, but then the surrounding villagers blamed her when things went wrong and they just showed up one day with the intent of killing her. You know, like witch trials, scapegoating, fuck women. Uh-huh. That's basically the message. Uh, but a man appeared and stopped them. He'd sought her out looking for what all men look for. Power. Which is, you know, correct. We then find out that charming 
Prince Charming, you know, the OG, is actually Manford. It's been the same king the whole time. Um, and once he gets old, he just disappears for a while, and a new king is, like, magically chosen from a different kingdom. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that. They don't yeah. have, like, heirs to the throne. Yeah. There's, from the far away... I don't know. Yeah, the and far that... away. There's um, there's a. It's a fake. But there's a fake kingdom where he apparently like gets <laughs> yeah, an and they from. just produce heirs. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how. Are they just giving up their children? Mm. I mean, it's fake. No, yeah, but... <laughs> nobody ever questioned it. Um, we then also find out Cinderella was prepared to assassinate the king that night. That's why the fairy mo- uh, godmother chose her and brought her to the palace because Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella had lost everything. So she was like, I'll kill the king. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I didn't just trip over those words. Like, I fell down the stairs trying to say that. Um, <laughs> um, then the, so she goes to the ball. The king takes like one look at her and he's like, oh my God, if I marry her, I might be a better person. And the fairy godmother, who knows that's a lie, is like, I'll just give her a love potion. Fuck it. Um, She's like, yeah, sure. Let's see what happens. What's happened? (laughs) What's that? What's that? (laughs) This is the most chaotic episode. Um, The girls stay the night at the cottage because Amina's like, I'm not going to tell you everything tonight. Like, I'm tired. Um, (laughs) Chapter 23. They wake up. I'm tired. Fuck (laughs) off. Yeah. Oh, and it's the fact that um, she turns around and is like, you know, Sophia, sweetie, you can sleep by the fire. Constance, get outside. You're not sleeping in my house. Constance is like, no, I'm protecting Sophia. Um, they wake up. Constance is showing Fairy Godmother, like, notes and communications from, like, a network of people. And, like, I think it's things to do with, um, like, notes left at Cinderella's tomb. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's a note from Cinderella. Sophia's like, I recognise that. I recognise that. <laughs> Um, there's also a note from Cinderella to Gabrielle, um, and that, is someone just screaming outside? That's ominous. Um, I don't know why, my my notes just skip, because basically we find, we find out that, um, Cinderella was basically a prisoner in, like, in the castle, and, like, Fairy Gomez, like, trying to, like, be like, oh no, but it's fine because she had a lovely room, and they just turn around and they're like, a prison is a prison, no matter how yeah, pretty the decorations. Like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> she was still trapped. Mm. She then like reveals that she's like super creepy underneath. Like she's been like glamouring herself uh-huh. to look like just like a sweet old lady. Which Sophia says she notices from the get-go, mm. she's like, something's not right yeah. here. I also love the fact that Constance just calls her granny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not calling you your actual name. Hi, granny. <laughs> Um, they see a spell for necromancy and they'll, and Sophia's like, look, this is probably a bad idea, but we should just, you know, like, fuck about and, like, resurrect Cinderella. <laughs> just see if she can give us any information. Because why not? Yeah. And, I mean, it's a, it's a fair point, because she's like, well, we can ask her if she knew any weaknesses from the king so we can kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Amina's like, I'm not here for that. But Sophia, being, like, the angel that, like, Amina loves, she's like, oh, fine, I'll do it. Because <laughs> I can maybe make up for all the horrific things I did. Mm-hmm. And I really like, just see, she ends the chapter with, um, Amina's like, oh, um, you're a damn sharp sword, a wildfire. And I'm just like, I would love to be described like that. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 24. <laughs> They're going to start preparing for, like, this necromancy spell on the night of the full moon. I I thought this was really important, because in Amina's garden there's foxglove, which is used for raising the dead, but it can also kill someone. And I was like, oh, I think this could be foreshadowing, because maybe it's like, maybe they're going to keep some foxglove aside uh-huh. and maybe slip it to the king. But, no. Um, <laughs> I also really like this bit, because 
It's the wind. It's not. Oh, it's not someone screaming. It's just the wind. Um, Right, I'm gonna wake up and no windows are gonna be. I rooting for you. Um, Amina had been asking Sophia if she was lost, and if so, who does she expect to find her? And she just goes, "I'm gonna find myself." I like that. I like that. It's on my it's on my TikTok. It is on your TikTok. Mm. Um, which just a little thing for our TikTok at over a thousand followers. You oh know, yes, just, thanks guys. Thanks guys. Uh, give us a little check. Uh, check us out. Um, <laughs> check us check out. Us out. <laughs> um, Constance and Sophia know that it's going to take a lot more than just bringing down Manfred because everyone's like so used to like his way of living and his way of like ruling. And if it all goes wrong, they're like, look, we'll just find a shack and we'll live together. Honestly, why use the word shack? Shack or like a like a cabin somewhere. <laughs> why do I feel like that's my backup plan? If the world goes to shit, I'm just gonna like we can just fuck off and live in a cabin in the woods. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe. But also maybe not a cabin in the woods. Yeah, but the film Cabin in the Woods is a comedy, really. It is, really. But I also don't want to die. Yeah, fine. Near a village or a city. That's but in the woods. Near so the, the sea. Near the sea. Near the sea, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can tr- learn to be witches in a little cottage by the yes. sea. Yes. Cool. Chapter 25. The king just rocks up. Yeah, just shows up. Where was the fucking yeah. crow? Disappeared, um, mate. And we find out that Amina actually sent the king word that the girls were there. But I think she sent them that, like, when they were walking in the woods. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, fuck, I like one of them. <laughs> the other one can fuck off, but I like one of them. So I think she th- that's why she hides them in, like, a little cupboard somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amina stands up for them and is like, oh, I don't know what they are, Pfft, even though I sent you that message. Uh-huh. Um, Sophia then is like, I would rather die than allow the king to use my story as a cautionary tale of, like, pretending that she's dead and being like, well, don't try and escape or else that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And Amina's like, no, but, like, chief, I'm scared you might die yeah. when the day is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, chapter 26. This part, I was just like, <laughs> okay, so this is what we're doing. This is the part. Do you remember I messaged you? It was like, just, I really need to send you this out of context. Mm-hmm. And it was, I can't even, Tallywhacker is what she used. Tallywhacker, yes. <laughs> she was like, I've seen a lot of Tallywhackers. <laughs> um, but they all basically drink a potion and get naked and stand at a pool. Uh-huh. Because they're doing, what, d- divination to, yeah. like, see the future. Um, so Amina sees her own death. And she, it's just the fact that she says, oh, like, that's how, it, you know, and so, it, you know, so that's how it is. So I think... We're not going to talk about it now, but the way I think she knew how everything was going to play out. So yeah. at the ending, every decision she makes from this point on, she knows what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Constance says she sees her, herself reading Cinderella's story and there is a body nearby, which is ominous. Mm-hmm. And then Sophia saw herself stood with the king. Cinderella is in the background and it feels like she's dying. Yeah. And she was like, oh, that's not happy. No. Um, chapter 27, they travel into the kingdom. Uh, the first few guards have... Um, like powder blend to their face and it triggers like a sleep with terrifying nightmares and then there's a threatening oh, man yeah. Sophia's like I haven't been sleeping well you could have put me to sleep and Amina's like no, no. like you'll have nightmares <laughs> no. and she's like you know what forget I asked <laughs> there's another man like who's slightly threatening and he has a cart and uh, they just drug him with belladonna they're like he'll be fine he won't die we didn't use the bit that'll kill you but you know he'll have a fu- one fucking headache um I also realise now we forgot to put any, like, spoiler warnings, swearing warnings, and also, like, m- maybe trigger warnings. I mean... At this point, we've... <laughs> at this point, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go to Cinderella's tomb, and they basically need to crowbar the coffin open, but they remove the burial shroud, and they notice something shocking. She hasn't decayed. Dun, dun, oh, dun. Also, mm-hmm. that was a lisp. That was... Oh. Oh. Um, Cinderella died young. She mm. didn't live for a very long time. She died, like, 
35? Yeah, so that when they open it up, she's got... She's old looking. She looks mm. like um, Liv. Yeah. And they're like, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. But even then, it's the fact that she looks like an old lady, even though she died at 35, but mm-hmm. she's still intact. Yeah. Like, by now, she should be like a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, they then do the spell. Cinderella arises and she's like... Cinderella? <laughs> Cinderella. Um, she arises and she's like super confused, which, bless her, I understand. And she's like, you gotta you got stop it. Have you been risen from the dead recently? <laughs> Why do you sound like something like... Hello, have you been risen from the dead recently? We might be able to get you insurance. Would you like compensation? <laughs> um, Cinderella is like, oh, <laughs> you guys have to stop him. And they're asking, like, where are his. Cinderella's like, oh. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm dead. Got it. Um, and they're like asking lots of questions, like, where does he get the powers from? And Cinderella's like, there is a light. And um, <laughs> Sophia's like, is it the one from my vision? Cinderella's like, oh, Constance, you look like Gabrielle. And there's a comment where she's like, and that sounds like a voice of, you know, she speaks of her, like, with love in her voice. It's not like, oh, that's my evil, wicked stepsister. It's like, oh, Gabrielle. Uh Um, Before she goes back to the Land of the Dead, she's like, oh, I was trying to get Gabrielle a journal. You need to find it. Doesn't give them any other clues. (laughs) It's like, I could tell you where it is, but no, that's too easy for you. Um, And then Constance and Sophia are talking and it's the fact that Constance just goes, I'm with you to the bitter end, if that's what it takes. And that reminds me of a quote from a different book series, which is to whatever end. And I got emotional. What? Throne of Glass. Isn't there the to whatever end? I don't know. There's what, seven books (laughs) in that series. I don't know. Can't believe you. (laughs) Chapter 29, they go back to Cinderella's childhood home. Amina's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm an old lady. Yeah, she just disappears. What is that with her? It's the first, we realise now it's the first time Sophia and Constance have been alone in weeks, which I'm like, oh shit, has it been that long? Um, Constance is like, hey Sophia, do you ever think of Erin? And they talk about it, and then Constance and Sophia kiss. And I just Mm. thought it was cute. It was cute. Amina then, like, a few hours later is like, what up guys? I went to to town. Probably should have done that, but here we are. Here we are. Um, The king has posted invitations to a cotillion, which I completely misspelled. Um, Wait, where is it? I've just corrected it, so you can't oh. see. Um, they, there's, like, invitations to Cotillion all around the town. They're like, all girls have to go. And he knows that he's like, this is going to bring this girl out of hiding. And Sophia's like, yeah, I am going to come out of hiding. I don't know why. I don't know why he thought that was going to bring her out of hiding. She'd just run away. Mm. She could be anywhere. She mm. might not even know the Cotillion's happening. Yeah. Like, why did he think, you know what I'm going to do? But if not... Throw another ball. Yeah. That even will that, draw a girl to, <laughs> to be near me. But it's also, I think, another way of controlling all the women. Yeah. Um. But Sophia's like, I'll do it because Cinderella's journal must be in the castle. And they're like, we're going to kill the king. And Amina's just like, mmm. <laughs> Okay. She just doesn't say anything. She's like, okay, guys. Um, in chapter 30, they go through like, oh, we find out that Constance has a copy of a book. Because I was wondering this whole time, because obviously the Disney universe is all like, mm-hmm. all the princesses and there have been moments, I think, in like Wreck-It Ralph where they all meet. And I was wondering, oh, I wonder if any of the stories, if any of the other princesses exist princesses oh my gosh if any of the other princesses exist Uh uh-huh and then in this book there's like a there's like a queen who has a magic mirror she tries to kill her daughter and i was like snow what um but so they go they then go through the book of 
the actual like Cinderella story that the king has said is allowed, and then this other story that was compiled by someone that we don't know who it is. I think I don't think. No, we don't have a clue. Um, and they compare all of the images. So like in the last one where Cinderella and Prince Charming are meant to be kissing, it remi- first of all it reminds uh, Sophia of her vision because she sees herself as like she was that close, but also. She's like, but they're not kissing. Their hands are like, they're like face to face, but like her hands are clenched. Mm-hmm. This is meant to be a happy ever after. And it looks like she's trying to fight back. Mm-hmm. Um, Constance is teaching Sophia how to fight, how to kill. That's it. That's the note. <laughs> That's how I ended that chapter of notes. Um, I, th- I thought this was an interesting like way to start a chapter because with 31, Sophia's having a dream and she sees Luke and Liv and the seamstress. Because uh, at this point she's assuming Luke is dead. Yep. Um, I should turn now. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's dancing with Constance, but then like Erin's calling for her, so she runs to Erin and is like stuck between them. Mm-hmm. And then she sees Erin being hurt by her fiance, and she's like, "I don't know who to go to. What yeah. do I do?" She then wakes up and is like, "I have to go find Erin." And Constance is like, "I'm kind of unhappy about this, but I understand. Like, it's like I'm not going to stand in your way." Mm-hmm. Um, and Sophia is like, "What? Like, they're like, don't fucking go to your parents' house. That's the one thing. There's still going to be guards there, and you could put your parents in danger." Um, so she's walking through the town and she actually goes to Liv's parents' house. I don't know why that was her first. Well, I think she's walking and she like stops. I think she has a horse with her. So she puts the horse near Liv's parents. Yeah, and and she um, sees through the windows that her her little sisters are reciting the Cinderella story. And they're like, oh, dad, there's a weird man looking (laughs) in the house. And so the dad looks and he immediately knows Sophia. Mm-hmm. So they bring her in. And like, the mum and dad are like so happy to see uh-huh. her. They're like, oh, we thought you were dead. And they're just so lovely. And then they tell us that actually Erin is now married to Edward. And that Erin's family couldn't pay the bride's Dow- price. Yeah, the dowry. And so they have to, like, they live really close. And like, Edward is like really resentful of that. So that, and he takes it out on Erin. Mm-hmm. Like, your parents couldn't pay for you. So now we have to live with the peasants. And this is the life I've got to live. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Um, so, what happened? Oh, Sophia goes to Erin. Or she goes to the house. And like, Erin like stands outside and she's looking at the sky. And she's like, hey, Erin, look, it's me. And so, this is, oh my God, it made me so angry. Erin's like, you left me. You left me here. But Sophia's like, tr- gave her so many opportunities to leave with her. Yeah, and it's like, I'm giving you another chance. So yeah, and she's like, no, you know, if my husband finds out, he'll kill you. Um, and she's still, and she's so cruel to Sophia. For no reason. Yeah. All Sophia's ever done is, is love, love her, her and try to make a better life yeah. for her. And it's the fact, there's even a moment where she's like, I prioritised your safety and your happiness over mine, mm-hmm. but I've learned that actually that's not okay now. I can do better. I can find someone who loves me for me and I don't need to sacrifice everything for them. Yeah. Um, and I just, I... Oh, Erin made me so mad. Mm-hmm. She like Sophia then goes back and like Constance is waiting and she's just like, before I left the house, you, I need you to know that I chose you. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a choice to make; it was always you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, she's like, I want to say goodbye to Erin, and Amina's just like, Where did you go? Did you have a good time? Did you? Did, this must have been a necessary trip. Did it? Did you get what you needed done? <laughs> um, and they're like, Bitch, you went into town. Yeah, you went into town. You can't talk. Um, chapter 32, it is the day of the cotillion. Um, Amina takes Constance and... <laughs> yeah. So Amina takes Constance and Sophie to a tree outside, which is actually like the magical tree where Cinderella was. And they bibbidi-bobbidi-boom magic a new dress. And I think her carriage is pulling, being pulled by stags and Amina is disguised as a footman. Yep. My only thing was, 
if they're sending her in, I would have, if I was in charge of the plan, I would have seen, I would have tried to get the bibbidi bobbidi moo magic to make her look different. Because yeah. I'd assume all the guards know what she looks like, so she might not have even been able to get in in the first place. Because they would have been like, oh, that's that's the girl. Oh, we'll just, we'll just kill her. Oh, my friend's gone dark. It does that sometimes. You might have to lock it and then unlock it. Oh, it's just locked. Oh, there we go. Um, but no, everything's fine. Oh, and uh, Constance stole an invitation. Um, oh, yeah, and she's like, what about that girl who's just not showing up? To yeah, because if, if you're punished if you don't show mm-hmm. up. So she's like, oh, so not only have some people died for me now, uh, but this girl is going to be in trouble. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, Constance is going to be going on foot, trying to sneak in a different entrance and, like, find... Specifically, she's trying to find the cell with the crying woman. Um, Constance told Sophia... Because Constance is like, look, I I need you to tell me that you're going to come back to me because that's something I can hold on mm-hmm. to. I need to hear you say it. I can't just think it. And she is like, well, I'm going to try and come back to you, but I can't make a promise. Um... Chapter 33, she goes to the cotillion. All of the girls who've, like, already been chosen and have husbands are being sent home, and the girls that haven't are like, y'all are gonna find a husband. That's what you're here for. The king sees her and, like, straight up dances with her, and she's like, I know who you are. I know what you are. And he's like, cool, Mm -hmm. me too. I know who you are. (laughs) And it's, like, super chill. They're just, you know, dancing. And then everyone is told to go to the courtyard. And a random man like, goes to Sophia like, oh, you know, you're so pretty. Your dress is lovely. Like, come with me to the courtyard. And the guard just knocks him out. They could have just <laughs> said, sorry. They could have just been like, sorry, sir. The king would like to speak to this woman. Mm-hmm. No, they just knock him out. And the king looks at him like, he deserved that. <laughs> um, they go to a library. Yeah. And then oh, she... The king just kind of like drags her down a corridor. And they like see the library. He's like, do you like to read? And she's mm. like, not really. <laughs> not really. Or like, maybe if it's just not the lies that you uh. tell everyone. Because she's being like, you're lying to everyone. I know the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, she then like... Oh, and she stabs him in the neck. Yeah. We forgot to say that um, <laughs> the fairy godmother uh, gave her a knife. A Cinderella's dagger. Cinderella's dagger. So she stabs him, but he doesn't bleed. He doesn't groan. He just laughs. He just, yeah, he just laughs at her. At that point, I was like... Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> if I was in that situation, though, like, if I was, like, immortal and someone tried to kill me, I would just go, <laughs> bitch, you thought. Uh-huh. Um, chapter 34, she's taken to a cell and the king says, I'll see you at midnight. I don't know what the significance of midnight is at that point. Who said that? The king. He's like, oh, I'll see you at midnight. Because the di- stuff's going to disappear. Oh, the dress? Yeah. So she'll be back in her normal clothes. Mm-hmm. So is it? What, it's just a bit like, you can sit in the cell for a few hours, but midnight's the fun time. Like, I can make fun of you for being poor now. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what he's doing. Uh, Sophia immediately gets to work removing her constraints. There's a book in the corner, and she just is like, oh, that's just another Cinderella story. And I got really angry. I was like, but what if it isn't? Yeah, just what go if, and read it. Just go and read it just in case. Like, in case maybe someone was in here and they wrote notes on, like, how to get out, uh-huh. or if there's something hidden in the paper, or maybe it's the journal that she'd been looking for. But no, she just left it. She then actually realises she knows the cell across from her, and she whispers to it, she's like, hi, you're that crying lady. Um, and we find out, completely forgot to mention this character, is it Emile? Yeah. She is a, someone that escaped year, like a while ago and had been like fighting back against the king. Uh-huh. Um, and Const- she knew Constance. She knew Constance. And, um, I don't know if they were related. No, I just think they both like been like met in the woods one day and were like, hey, you're in the city. Yeah, neither are you. Oh, do we, do we hate the king? Cool. Bonding moment. <laughs> Um, and Emile's telling Sophia that the king is like siphoning the life from these girls and like that must be the light or at least like how he's alive now mm. um, do you know what this reminded me of what it 
See, it, I, I see that, but I was thinking more of like the Death Eaters okay. in Harry Potter, where mm-hmm. he's just going. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, it's like in uh, the film um, Hocus Pocus, where they're trying to. Oh my god, how have you not seen Hocus Pocus? <laughs> I. I would like to, when I was like I would really like to young. make an announcement right now. Uh, I'm breaking up mine and Maddie's friendship because that is the I best. I think I have the right to do that when you didn't read the last okay. two books of what the, what the fuck is it called? Discovery of Witches. I did read them, just <laughs> no, not all didn't. of them. Just not all of them. Um, no, Hocus Pocus is so good. It's one of the best films. Specifically, I mean, the whole film is great, but specifically the bit where um, there's like a massive party and like the kids are like, the Sanderson sisters, the witches, they're real, they're back. And the witches are like, yes, we're definitely the Sanderson sisters. It's a Halloween party, so everyone's like, oh, they're in costume. And they, Bette Midler performs a phenomenal version of I Put a Spell on You. It is iconic. Uh-huh. Educate yourself. We're going to watch this film at some point. Are we? Yeah. Um, if we, We're going to watch it sometime when we're not in a lockdown. Um, oh, my phone's died again. Oh, there we go. Um, so, what happens? Um, okay, so that explains the state that Liv was in. If he's siphoning the power, he's basically taking the years off of their life. Yeah. And he's gaining them. Um and we now figure out that that's probably what the forfeit means. That's how he's still alive. He's just taking the lives of all these forfeits. Yep. Um, Sophia uses the butterflies in her hair. I'm assuming those are the ones on the cover. Yep. She uses those to open the door. She lets out a meal. And she... Or she's, go, she's going to, like, let a meal out. And then she, um, like, she hears someone. So she runs up some stairs. And then she finds Cinderella's bedroom. Just uh-huh. super cash. Conveniently. That's so depressing, though. Like, Cinderella's bedroom is just above where all these girls are kept. That's awful. Well, I mean, it makes it convenient for him. Doesn't oh, it? yeah. True. Um, I don't know what happened. I, I At this me- point, I'm not going to lie, I can't remember what happens. I know she finds... Uh, she, she finds the book. Yeah. Her dress gets caught on, like, a side cabinet, pulls forward, and um, mm. the book's there. And then a guard comes in, and she And she grabs, knocks him out? Yeah, she grabs a candlestick, knocks him out. Then she takes the book, shoves it into her corset, mm. runs back to where, go, no, tries to find the um like the other cells because there was mm. the one where that what crying girl was, and other yeah. ones. Tries to find that, then stumbles across a guard trying to buy a girl. Yes. Um, kills the guards because that's where Luke is. Mm. Oh yeah, and she and it's that moment where like he sees her and like he walks out from the shadows and he's like Sophia and she's like oh my god Luke and she just kisses his hand and is like yeah. you're alive but he'd basically he... been left there to starve yeah he couldn't like hold himself up nothing um, so she kills the guards I knew he wasn't dead she's being <laughs> she's being egged on by one of the girls in she's the like cell. <laughs> yeah she's like uh, she screams to distract the guards and so yeah. Sophia can get in and she's like are you okay she's like oh no I tried to distract the guards I want to get involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she gets them all out and then she says to that girl who distracted the guards, like, get Luke out. Yeah. Just get him out. Then she gets upstairs. I don't and know what At some hap- point a fire starts. No, here, the yeah. king comes in. Yeah, I don't know where they are, but she's in the same room as the king. And, like, they're talking and I think he, like, grabs her and he tries to, like, take the life out of her. And then she's, she's like, out the corner of her eye, she sees someone that she knows. And I thought it was going to be Cinderella because in her vision she saw Cinderella. But actually, it's Constance, and he's like, "Get your." F-. She's oh, like, "Get your fucking room." Yeah, don't know how they got. Don't there. know how they got there. Um, but they, what did they do? They, oh yeah, she's like, "Get your hands off her!" Like, don't you dare. 
And this is actually the part I was not expecting. So uh, Amina is there, and she's the mother of Prince Charming. I was not expecting I that. wasn't expecting it. Um, it and, like, I had to read it again. I was like, what's just yeah. happened? Um, but then it's just like, I don't know if um, there's like I don't know if he's still holding Sophia, but like Amina and Charming are just like having a chat about their past, <laughs> having like it's literally like they're having a cup of coffee. And, and Amina and Constance are just like what they're just the like fuck is happening? like Constance and like Sophia. They're just like what the fuck is happening? We are literally like, trying to kill people. Did I say Sophia and Constance? Is that what I just said? You said Amina. <laughs> I meant Sophia for fuck's sake. Uh, but Constance pops up and just stabs Amina. But I think she was playing for both sides because I think... Yeah, I think she was too. Because she went up to Sophia and I think she gives her, like, a dagger. Yeah. So, uh, and I think she says something like, oh, like, this is how it's got to be. Yeah. And so then Constance kills her because we find out that Amina and Charming are both alive because as long as one of them's alive, the other one is. Yeah, so I think... I think it's more Amina. I think Charming died and Amina brought him back to life. Yes, and he would be he would always be alive until she died yeah cuz that's actually something that was mentioned um with when they tried to resurrect Cinderella yeah she was like oh i don't want to be tied to a corpse for the rest of my life and yeah. obviously that must that was foreshadowing without us realizing it um constance had stabbed uh, amina and then she just runs <laughs> um and so then sophia i think is also running in like there's a whole moment with the king and he's like adamant that he's like if i'm going to die because he knows now his mum is dead, so he'll die soon enough. And he's like, I'm going to take you with me. Yeah. And she's like, I think the fuck not. She stabs him, and it's the fact that she goes, for Liv, for Lille, for Cinderella. Uh-huh. And then she goes and frees all of the girls in the cells, and then by the time she frees the last girl, she's like, you know what? Smoke and inhalation's got me. I'm, uh, I'm going to stop now. She just lies down. Yeah. She's like, I'm prepared <laughs> to die. Um, and Sophia awakens in Constance's arms outside of the palace. It's a yeah. crowd of citizens. Sophia announces, like, hey, guys, the king's dead. He lied to everyone. What's up? Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, but trust us. We'll provide you with a better future. And there's, a, like, a little group of people who are like, no, nah, fuck this. We ain't being ruled by girls. Yeah. Like. It's a bunch of, like, the men. And, um, and Constance is like, I am actually... Cinderella's great, great, great niece. So therefore, I am like, heir. Yeah, like, <laughs> legally, I am, like, family. Um, I also love like with that angry mob the men appear and they're like why should we believe a woman and Constance like disarms him and has, an, has him on his ass and is like sorry do you want to question me again and they're like shut the fuck up mm. bitch Sophia's like, parents you can't kill me I'm, I'm a, a bad bitch. bitch you can't kill me <laughs> um, the angry mob of men all disappear Sophia's parents are there and they're like super proud uh, Luke is fine <laughs> and hugging his parents and Emile and Constance have a moment to reunite. And I think it's Emile is like, of course Constance would find the girl that would, like, finish this whole thing. Of yeah. course. Um, the book ends with chapter 38 and it's, like, a retelling of Cinderella's yeah, story and it does it justice and it's, like, actually Cinderella's sisters were, you know, it was really loving and uh, that's how we find out, actually, at the end of the story, Constance is put on the throne. Yeah. Um, all of those men in the angry mob that were, like, chased down and killed. I can't remember the last line of it. I have it written Do you down. Have it? I really liked it. Do not be silent. Raise your voice. Be a light in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Cute. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a good book. I liked it. I liked it. It was e- easy read. I mean, because it was probably meant for like fifteen yeah. year olds. But yeah. Um, I liked it. I 
there were some things I questioned, like why would they mention like really cool animals that we just never got to see? Mm-hmm. Um, and like there are some little bits I questioned, but I think it was really well written. I wasn't expecting, expect, I didn't expect <laughs> um, fairy godmother to be charming's parent. No, me neither. I really wasn't expecting mm. that. Um, it reminded me because here's the fun thing about. Um, I'd seen. I think I saw this on Twitter. The fun thing about uh, having to wear a mask at the moment is that men don't have to tell me to smile anymore. Uh huh. Honestly, I love it. Yeah. I will wear a mask forever. Um, Honestly, that's my biggest pet peeve. Fix your face. Um, actually, this is just my face. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to smile, like every yeah. second of the day. Actually. Or like, if a man tells me to smile, but like, give me something to smile about. Exactly. Make me laugh. Exactly. And then I just won't just demand it. Yeah. Why have I got to smile for you? I don't owe you anything. Yeah, you don't. You haven't earned it. Yeah, so. earn it. Um, last time we had the podcast, we were begging our um, begging our American listeners to vote. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is uh, like the final election day. So, but what day is it today? Today's Monday, so Tuesday. By Wednesday, we'll know the results. Whew, that's big. I mean, our country is just going to shit, so... Oh, yeah, we're in another lockdown. Lockdown 2, electric boogaloo. Lockdown 2, but schools are still open. So, uh... <laughs> so we're it's basically fucked. It's basically a lockdown on all the social aspects. Yeah. Because we still go into school and work with kids. Mm-hmm. So we're fine. Um... But anyway, it, it, it's not different for me because I don't actually do anything with my no, social life. I haven't since the first lockdown. I haven't. I see you. I see <laughs> you. And that's it. And like now we're not going to do that. So that's the only socialising I miss out on. But we, we'll Zoom. I mean, we can still meet up outside. Oh my God. Imagine us recording on like separate audios. Like I'm <laughs> shouting to my phone. You're shouting to yours. So yes, in the shadows between us, I thought this bit was really good. Oh, I hated this we bit. We were going to do an outside podcast. We did have a, like a bonus episode planned, but yes. it's not going to happen now. Because we'll, we'll do it at some point. Yeah. Do we, we want to talk about the idea sure. or do we want to save it for another time? We could move it. Instead of Halloween, we could make it a Christmas theme. <laughs> we're going to be freezing. True. Because what we were going to do is we we're going to camp in my back garden and we were going to do like a, like a little extra episode also i've realized it's now november next month is december and we're doing shad the shadow and bone series i'm so excited to go into the grishaverse but here's my question i only realized yesterday because i was looking into the netflix show i didn't realize it's a mix-up or it's a mashup of shadow and bone and six of crows but i forgot because my question is, I thought that the Shadow and Bone series, again, we've not read them, and I've not looked into it because I don't want to get any spoilers, but I thought Shadow and Bone was set years before Six of Crows. So is it going to be like a flashback and flash forward? Um, I'm just know. I haven't interested. really into it because I don't want any spoilers. Yeah. So, ob- and obviously I think the show's been postponed now uh, because they were filming and they were editing, but then obviously COVID hit. Um, so hopefully we'll have read all of the books by the time it all comes out. But I've realised now there's another book um, because there's three books in the Shadow and Bone series and then there's one called King of Scars, which is, I think has something to do with the characters in Shadow and Bone. Okay. So that's more money to spend on books. I mean, I've only got the first one at the moment. Proud of but you. But I've got the collected edition. Yeah, you got the pretty version. <laughs> um, there seems to be a whole bunch of books that are designed like that. So there's mm. that, then the Akatar and the Throne of Glass one, they all mm. are very similar designs. Mm. I've, I, 
I want the Throne of Glass one, but I've already got two copies of the first book. I do not need another one. I'm proud of you. And I've I've put my uh, the Akatar one on my Christmas list. I love that. Mm-hmm. My mum was like, this is just books. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so in our family, we have a tradition of... Um... Because I don't know where it's from, but apparently somewhere in Europe there's a tradition of, like, the night before Christmas you get, like, a book, so everyone kind of sits and reads. Oh, really? We give, yeah. we give um, pyjamas. We do pyjamas as well. <laughs> I did not hear your hair. That was disgusting. Um, I wonder in, if that picked it up. Oh, well, I'll hear it, and I'll go, <laughs> oh! Um, but I remember we... Um, so my dad is obsessed with our dog. So he jokingly does it as like, these are presents from the dog. So we refer to them as books from Lulu. So this year I said, uh, I'm really specific with what I read. So can I like um, give the dog uh, like a like a book recommendation? I think I think I know what book I'm going to ask for. I don't know who it's by, but it's called The Poppy War. Okay. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Um, I just think like, I've heard enough good things about it. It's one of those books that people... The people who have read it are raving about it and it's not big enough on TikTok, so I think it must be one of those books that's just really good but just not hyped up enough. Uh-huh. So I'm excited. Cool. I did debate maybe asking for, like, a collector's edition of a book, but I thought, no. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything else. Oh, I can't think of anything else. But I think this is mm. the first time we've lost for words. Yeah. We've, we gave out all of our energy just being absolute idiots. Yeah. Um, I'm so tired. So what our plan is, because obviously we are going to lockdown at the moment, it's for a month, but obviously we don't know what's going to happen. So what we're doing is we are going to, we're going to meet up tomorrow and record Shadow and Bone, mm-hmm. not Shadow and Bone, um, Shadows Between Us. We're going to record Shadows Between Us, but we won't upload that till next week, Yeah, uh, which gives us more time to read and prepare um, Red, White and Royal Blue, which we will... Uh, do over zoom we'll do crescent city over zoom i'm so sad about that because i mm. love that book i'm excited to read it i can't tell if i have a migraine or not oh no and then <laughs> hopefully by the time it gets to shadow and bone we'll be able to be together again but who knows we might be a, uh, we might be recording from our own homes and then i think we're going to take like a week off at christmas which is going to be Maybe just two a week or two where we're going to just read whatever so what will happen is when we come back in january to do six of crows we're gonna just our first like oh what have you been reading over the holidays it's gonna be a long list depends because i've got an essay due in just after christmas Uh, uh, why do they always do that i remember uh last do you remember last christmas we had like three things we had our disc poster like a presentation Mm -hmm. and an essay do you remember in the first year and we came back for after Christmas, and me and so, me and I'm not gonna, me and the other girl in our flat, mm-hmm. we f- we were thinking about quitting, so we hadn't done our dance histories essay, <laughs> and we had to stay up all night for like mm. two nights in a row trying to get this essay done because in our heads we weren't coming back, mm. and we'd shown back up at uni and been gone shit. Mm. <laughs> we we now have a three thousand yeah. word essay to write. I really vividly remember, because uh, in first year, that and in the UK, there is a really, really big drinking culture. So there's lots of bits I don't remember. But some bits I do remember is I had an essay. Oh, no, it, it wasn't even an essay. I had to make a presentation on a theatre pra- practitioner of my choice. And I didn't want to do it. So I just rolled down the corridor into Jess's room. Were you there for that? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I managed to get a first on that, actually. I was really proud. Check you out. Um, I also remember one time, I think you'd just given up. You were done. And you put on your um, 
your like point shoes and you stood on this like balancing thing on point. That was in like the first week. Yeah. Like, if I'd already given up. Yeah, you'd already given up. You're like, no, I'm done with this. Um, I think we're gonna end it there. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Um, for to this weird uh but fun episode. Uh, Cinderella's Dead is a wonderful book. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Same. Um. um if you're younger if you're younger but I think even if you're a little bit older you can understand the messages that the book portrays Mm -hmm. um my phone is freaking out so uh we're gonna say peace out um (laughs) bonsoir okay okay Robert Sheehan um Maddie French in about seven years Maddie what is the social media oh um Instagram and TikTok at off the book underscore podcast. Twitter is at off the book underscore pod. That is that is what we're called. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, tell everyone, uh, every single person you know. If you're listening on, what's it called? Anchor, Spotify. N- no, um, the, the iTunes podcast. Oh, Apple. Apple. Yes, if you're <laughs> listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a leave a comment. Give us a review. Leave a like. Yeah. Rate us. Yeah. Um, or if you want to, you can even just DM us. We don't have lives. So just message us. Tell Anyone us what you think. Anyone that's already messaged us knows we respond oh, yeah. almost immediately. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's dropped us messages. They're just so lovely. Mm. Um, I feel like at some point I want to shout out some of the people that have just been super <laughs> nice. And be like, these people, we love you. Um, I think that's it. it um, I'm not going to say bonsoir again. Au revoir. <laughs> um... <laughs> What next time? Next time we see, we'll have a well. America will have a new president, so that'll be interesting. But we won't know that by tomorrow. So it'll be no. like by the time we do red, white, and r- royal blue, oh, which is about a, which is about a president. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh no. Okay. Bye, friends. We're, Bye. We're, we're gonna, gonna peace, peace out. out.